Hello, welcome back to the podcast. This episode is going to be a little different than the business as a series, business as a series, business as a mirror series. I'm still going to be doing those episodes, but I just wanted to take a bit of a different turn and share this conversation that I had with my husband, Ben, as we reflected on our one year of being married. It's been a year since we got married and it's been a whirlwind of a year. And in true Kajal fashion, I wanted to sit down, ask him questions, reflect, kind of get to know what our first year of marriage was like from his perspective, from my perspective, and just connect. We came out of recording this episode feeling such great love and respect and admiration and appreciation for each other. I really felt a lot of love for him after we had recorded this episode, um, as did he. So this was just a powerful way for us to connect, and I'm so grateful. We took the time to capture this reflection of our one-year wedding anniversary, and I am really excited to share this with you. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Unlearn Yourself Podcast. This is the place to discover and remember yourself as you unlearn who you have been taught to be. We will explore who your true self is by diving into your inner world and creating the most empowering, aligned, and free relationship with you and your life. One year since we got married, we celebrated our one-year wedding anniversary in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Just two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, and I thought we could sit down and talk about the past year, what we've learned, how we've grown, what's worked, what's not worked, how the first year of marriage was. Yeah, that sounds great. I'd say it was a little bit of a Somewhat of an unconventional first year for us, as we do many things unconventionally. Why do you use the word unconventional? It's different than the normal. Okay. Is what unconventional kind of means, at least in my eyes. Because I feel like for a lot of couples and marriages, the first year of marriage is just like that honeymoon year. Where everything is just peaches and rainbows. And not that our first year was in any way bad. But our first year was all about like, let's grow. Let's let's grow. Let's learn. Let's not just necessarily like revel in the, we're newly married. It was like, we're newly married. Things are so much, things are a bit more real. And we want to dive into that realness. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like we did. And I don't know that a lot of. Couples do that as much. Mm -hmm. So we kind of tackled big stuff in the first year. Well, I would say if I go back to this time last year when we had gotten married, I think that's our cat, Marley. 
yeah, if I go back to this time last year, I think, I really do think some part of you, when we got married, kind of went into coast mode. In the very beginning, yeah. Um, yeah, I think in the very beginning it did. Um, I think that was one of those, a little bit of one of those results of just being like, I don't know, like, okay, yeah, like, now we're married, like, like, we're good, you know, that's some of my old mentality, but I think also just what was going on in our general life at the time, too, played into me being very, uh, coasty through the pandemic and everything. I think that plays in as well, as I look back. I think my whole lifestyle at the time was very sit back and coast and over relax. Okay. I feel like we're having a three person conversation because she's sitting literally sitting on the desk, staring at Inches us. Inches from us. Staring at us right now. Do you have something to say as well? Anyway. What was the first year like for you? I would say for me, the first year of marriage was, I think the weight of the responsibility was really forefront in my awareness. Because for me, I really see marriage and relationships as like a very much of a, like a really important responsibility like kind of even like you know you're you're devoting yourself to another person and to <laughs> to being <laughs> mirrored and to being mm-hmm. challenged and to being like I always say like relationships are the fast track to growth I think you're like solidifying that this is what you're doing now and I think for me, it was really interesting because I know like I've never been someone who really was like looking forward to being married and being married. Mm-hmm. And like that's not what I that's not what I dreamt of as a child right. or what I wanted as a kid. So I think re- like I'm I'm at least I feel blessed in this lifetime that relationships have come very natural and have been very easy for me um, where there isn't been a lot of issues around my value and my worth and my enoughness um I have my business to thank to thank for taking that spot (laughs) yeah um but relationships have always been something where I've really just had a really positive experience and so I think for me I had the fear of losing myself because I'm very much of an individual and I value my individuality Mm -hmm. a lot and I'm not a very group oriented human being or a tribal oriented person either and I had a fear that being married would take away my individuality and would somehow I would have to compromise that but I don't think that's been the case at all actually. Because I married the right person. <laughs> well, that's good. I guess I'm curious. You know, like, you had that fear a little bit going in of, like, losing yourself. Mm-hmm. What What sort of balance did you find with that? Like, how to not lose yourself, you know, and lose that sense of, 
uh, individuality and like sort of resiliency, but also say that I'm going to commit to somebody for life? I mean, I think it's partly and partly due to you because I think for a lot of our relationship, I mean, we've been together for 11 years, mm -hmm. married for one. <laughs> for majority of our relationship, uh, you really accepted me as me. And I think you knew going in, you know, who I am. And you never tried to change that or make me compromise myself. But I think because I was such an individual person um, and really like self-sourced, lived my life in a lot of in self-sourced ways, I think I, I, I think you saw the value in that. Um, and you, I think, would really reflect that for me. And I think that's also when when we got married or like when we got engaged, I told you like, this doesn't change anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I, and I think it was our vows too. You know, we really did say in our vows that we are on, we are going to support each other in our own individuation process to live our lives being true to who we are as people. Yeah. I think we had a strong emphasis on that in our vows of, vowing or committing to each other but having a very strong foundation that we are still two individual people you know we're making a choice to you know live and grow and experience life side by side but side by side as individuals mm -hmm. I think that was really important value for us and I think sort of touching on what you said about me and accepting you as I, as you are, it's, you know, I have this sort of philosophy that it's like, if I'm going to try to change you, it's almost like everyone loses in the end. Yes. Because you're becoming someone that you're not. And then I'm, I'm wanting you to be someone like different than the person that I am marrying or falling in love with too. It's like, you know, it's, if I believe that if you're going to marry someone, spend your life with someone, you're choosing that person as they, they are. are like in their individuality and in their, their, their self, because it doesn't suddenly become a project of how can we now change each other in, in the ways that we want. It's no, I'm choosing you for you. Mm -hmm. That's why I, you know, proposed and we got married is because we chose each other mm -hmm. you know i don't i don't want to change anything mm -hmm. i think any change that really occurs in 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 us is is also from a more personal level you know if we you know you and i are both going through a lot of growth and, and change right now but that's on an individual level that we then Get bring to, into this relationship. We get to support each other through Exactly. It. Like, that's the beauty. Like, neither of us are pushing each other to do anything. We're just supporting each other on the journey as it unfolds. Yeah. And there's a there's there, I don't know, there's something very beautiful about that. I think for me, the container of marriage has also helped me or it, it helps bring awareness to or understanding that my actions, my choices... What I do, what I say has an impact and is directly going to affect the other person that I'm married to. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, that was probably one of the 
the biggest things I realized when I got married. Mm-hmm. Because I was, I was someone who didn't think about consequences very much through a lot of my life. Like if I would do something, like how that might impact someone else. And I think when we got married, that became so, so much more evident. It's just like, you know, if I choose to, to do something or say something like there's an impact on myself and my partner, pretty much no matter what. Now that doesn't necessarily mean you should like hinder or limit, you know, your expression, but be mindful. It be, it brings a lot of mindfulness to things because you're, you're thinking about yourself and another mm-hmm. and how that might impact the whole, you know, relationship as well. So let me ask you this question. How do you remain individuated? How do you remain and honor the individual that you are while being married? Which is very much, you know, we define yeah. our marriage as, as a team, as partnership, as companionship, as us intentionally have chosen to come together and live our yeah. lives. I think, I mean, I think there's a couple really key components to make it work. Number one is probably communication and just openness and, and transparency. Because maybe I'm struggling with something on a very individual level and that struggle might have an impact on our relationship. But if I'm at least coming to you and communicating and we're talking about it, then we can choose to work through my individual challenge. We can work through it together. So it's still individual. It's still keeping that integrity, but handling things or, or asking for help with things from you does that make sense mm-hmm. like and then i think it plays into i mean i'll use all the sports analogies i possibly can of of any team really i mean i'm a soccer player so a team of 11 players but each player has an individual role on that team mm-hmm. the team is the one that might succeed in winning or losing or whatever but it comes down to each person and how they individually succeed to bring together to the whole team. Right. And I think that plays into the relationship as well. Cause we're different people. We're quite different in a lot of ways, but we're different in ways that, that sort of molds together, mm-hmm. you know, it's so we individually bring things into our relationship that make the relationship that much better yeah but much more fluid honestly how are we different i want to know how are we different (laughs) i mean i think a large part of it comes from just you know the different cultures we were brought up in and the the lifestyles we were brought up in i mean we were literally born on opposite sides of the world in completely polarizing cultures and and circumstances. circumstances yeah and i think that we're we're different i mean in sometimes in funny ways like you know, I'm much more of a community, go out there and, and interact with people. And you're much more of a sit home and chill kind of person. Yeah, I'm a hermit. <laughs> but it works because, you know, for example, like if we go out, I'm a little bit more taking the charge, taking the lead and, and being more of that community person and bringing you into it. 
Whereas when we're at home and we're chilling, you're really good at helping me kind of slow down and relax. And go inward. Yeah. Or if, you know, we, like our, our trip to Hawaii, for example, like, you know, we drove a ton and I did every bit of driving just because even down to just like the energy levels that I have, you know, like you might be sitting there reading the little guidebook and, and putting some intention. And then I'm like, you know, taking the action to, to get us there like that that balance i think if you drove every day instead of me you'd probably crawl into the to the house every day exhausted Mm -hmm. right so we know we've learned how to balance a lot of that but it also makes us quite different i think our communication styles are different i don't know i think in a lot of ways both subtle and obvious and how I think the most important thing is just how we come together with it. Yeah. Like I don't, I I personally almost find it boring if we were just exactly the same person. Well, you know, <laughs> the thing, the thing that I value a lot, and I feel like this is something that we've really grown into the past, the first year of our marriage and something that you've really grown into in our relationship is like that masculine and feminine yeah. essence and energy. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not... We, I think, hold on, before I say I'm not, I'm, we are both hyper organized, meticulous, clean freaks. Clean freaks. <laughs> okay. We are. And I love that about us because everything in our house is so intentional. Everything that in, comes into our house has a purpose. Everything in our house has a place. We can't handle mess. Down to the the craziness of like it's, you know, 11 p.m. We're both tired and for some reason we decide to clean our entire kitchen just because. Because we can't go to bed. And wake up wake the next up morning with, with it. This. Yeah. So I think that I love that about, about each other because I think that really helps us. Um, I don't know. It just helps us like clean space, clean mind. But I think the other thing that I realized the masculine feminine polarities is that like I am so much more uh, like overly like we could do this, we could go here, we could try this, we could do that. Like like want to just like jump from thing to thing to thing and like spontaneous and all of a sudden mm-hmm. I'm like, like this is really funny. There's been a lot of times where you're like, do you want to go out to like dinner on Friday? I'm like, I don't know. Ask me Friday like 10 minutes before because right now it's a yes, then it might be a no. You know what I mean? Yep, absolutely. Um, but the fact that I what I really appreciate that you started doing really well is like creating containers for me. Yeah, like creating a container. Like I think one of the things I remember very very vividly is the hike that we did in January. And you planned the hike. You planned a picnic. You grabbed our blanket. You set up. You made our tea, and you made sure the tea was not caffeinated. Or was it caffeinated? And you tricked me into thinking that it was non caffeinated. Uh, yeah, I tricked you into it. Yeah, but then, like, you picked the rock out, and you got all our meals out, and you said this is a good spot. Like, I love, I love that. The the funnier version of that, too, is that, you know, not too long after that, we went on another hike, and I didn't even bring a backpack. <laughs> and you freaked out, because you were like, you know, she's sitting there thinking, I'm the prepared one, I've always got everything we need. And but I then intentionally didn't bring a backpack because I was like, it's a small hike. We don't we don't need much like that. What we needed was almost nothing. And I remember you you had a panic attack. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I looked at you. I was like, where's your backpack? 
Where's like our water bottles? And like, what if it starts snowing? And mind you, it's like August. And, but you're like, we don't need anything. I was like, what do you mean we don't need anything? You're the prepared one. But like, I had to learn to trust in that moment that you knew what you were doing. You, wa- you wanted to jump into the masculine. Yeah, yeah and, and that you yeah. could lead the situation and we were going to be fine. Yeah. And I could come, come along. And did we need anything? No, because no. it was a really small <laughs> hike. Exactly. So yeah, I think we've found a we've we have found a really good balance with that, with the masculine feminine, um, together, and how to how to uh, like how to bounce off each other around that area too. Because I mean, I have a I have mass I have a quite a bit of masculine. You energy do in definitely. Me. I really do, um, and I think for me, it. Um, but I think luckily for me, I've never been in a distorted masculine place unless I get stressed. When I get stressed and I'm feeling really, um, like when I start to feel triggered or insecure in our relationship because I don't feel like I can trust you mm-hmm. or like my own wounding gets triggered, that's when I get hyper controlling Yeah. and like hyper just like do 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 like. And, and I and I've learned that that's that's my um, shadow side, let's say, or that's my like triggered response is this like right. super like we talked about it in my businesses and mirror episodes, but my annihilating self comes out and just like super controlling and super mean. Yeah, and I think vice versa too is that like what what's my more stress triggered response? Withdraw, withdraw, passive, yeah. shut down. A lot more of the feminine. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's flop over like a fish. Yeah, that's something that we've we've we spent a lot of time looking at. Uh-huh. Um, and the nice thing too is that usually when one of us is in a stressed um, or, or triggered state, the other one is very good at witnessing that and supporting that. You know, if you if I see you get into a hypermasculine. I'm pretty good at recognizing that and then helping you to sort of talk down and come out of that space and mm-hmm. recognize where you are in it and vice versa with you doing that with me, mm-hmm. which is something we've had to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the other kind of really big things we chose to do through our first year of marriage, which I don't, I don't know if it's a, um, uh, controversial topic or not but basically we got uh, couples therapy not because anything was wrong though like I think most people have this idea that getting a therapist or a couples therapy is you know you're doing that because there's problems in your relationship that you need to fix or or figure out but we took a very different approach with it and we said no how can we just get more support with our relationship, but also a lot of our individual stuff too, you know, because having people to sort of reflect and kind of work with in a relationship is like, it's just finding ways to grow and maximize the partnership we have. Yeah. You know, like, when, you know, when there's communication challenges or something, you know, we can, we can bring that up and 
talk to them and get like different perspectives on it, which has been kind of game changing, mm-hmm. you know, with just the ways we've been able to work through things in our relationship and, and get more clarity on things and bring more awareness to things. It's been, yeah, I don't know. I was, I was even a little skeptical in the beginning because it's just like, well, why do we need this? Like, this doesn't really make sense. We can work through things on our own. And I think after like the first session, I was like, holy cow, this is like perfect because I don't know, just the energy of it all is really supportive. Plus we've done, we've been able to do a lot of individual work through it and like, I think there's something very powerful about witnessing your partner go through like an individual experience, you know, what that can bring to the relationship. Yeah. Cause you know, some of these things we've been talking about or working through for years and then you get to witness your partner go through like a kind of a transformation. It's pretty huge. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting because couples therapy has allowed me at least to have a deeper understanding of your patterns and your conditioning Mm -hmm. and why you do certain things the way you do it. And like, for example, why can't you just get up and like get determined and like make shit happen and like work on your goals and just like be like this very like determined human being but like I'm that way but like my circumstances and the way that I was brought up and my familial background is very different so I've I've been a very much of a like I'm wired to be a fighter and like move mountains and like walk up the hill and like be persistent and never give up on stuff and and I think a lot of our challenges that you and I have today as adults have really come from the way we were brought up and our molding and our conditioning and our family environments. Um, You and I both have our Chiron in cancer. So that automatically means relationships and family right there has been some of our biggest, biggest points of pain in our life. And it's really affected the people we are today. Mm -hmm. And it's funny how much we mirror each other, which is, which is so weird because so much of the way we were brought up and our circumstances and our backgrounds are so different, but our mirroring of our wounding is very similar. Very similar. It's so interesting. Like, totally different experiences. But how it sort of unfolds in life has become very similar. Which is interesting. The foundation's completely different. Yeah. Um... But what I was saying is that I've, 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 because we've been in couples therapy and I've gotten to witness the parts of yourself that have come up, that have been wounded, that have been in pain, I've been able to have more empathy and understanding and compassion for you and where yeah. you are on your journey right now. And it gives me more perspective of knowing that this isn't just a, oh, he's just behaving this way because he's just blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, this is actually a response or a manifestation of what's actually happening underneath. So it's like, it's like tying the pieces together for me. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of the, the familial conditioning has gotten really exposed through our couples therapy. Just again, I think just having, having a space to 
to share that openly and get different perspectives on it all. It's helped me a lot. And even down to like the simple act of choosing sort of choosing the growth path puts even more sort of like importance and seriousness on our partnership together for me just to be able to show up, you know, every week and really like choose growth, choose expansion. Uh, I think on a personal level and on a relationship level is really important. I mean, one thing I've learned for sure is your individual relationship with yourself really feeds in, bleeds in to the relationship you have with another human being, right? Especially the one you have with your romantic, intimate partnership. Like, that's what I've realized. Yep. I mean, I knew that, but I think I've really been like, no, this is real. (laughs) Like, what I'm struggling with is bleeding into and impacting my ability to connect with you, go deep with you, create security, create safety, create trust within you. I mean, within the container of our marriage. Mm -hmm. And so much of our own stuff gets in the way of us actually being able to intimately, deeply see another human being. Yeah, definitely. I agree. And it's been really interesting how a lot of the conversations in couples therapy has really come back to our own stuff. Almost every time. It's, it's super interesting. Like, I think we went in with a pretty open mind as to like where it might flow. Like we didn't have like, here's a list of things we need to talk about. Uh, But it's interesting how almost every single session has funneled back to one of our individual experiences or conditioning. Wounding. Wounding and how that plays to the relationship. Like it's fascinating to see. It's, you know, it's, it really is that one little, you know, missed thread and how it can unravel to the whole thing. It's it's really interesting. And I think it's completely changed my perspective on a lot of stuff in our relationship. But it also, like, I think for me, I spent a lot of my life avoiding a lot of my own personal wounding and challenges. And going through the couple's therapy is, you know, you touch on some of those same individual woundings that I used to avoid and it's kind of like you're looking at it but you're looking at it with like with your partner and the support of other people and it's it's bringing so much more light to things Mm -hmm. um but also like in real time seeing it goes sort of back to that that impact right seeing the impact that a conditioning that I've carried my whole life how that plays into our relationship. Yeah. You know, it's, it's mimicking what we said earlier about, you know, the impact of our actions on another person. Um, and I think our goal really was just like, how can we truly make the most out of our relationship? Yeah. And it's been doing that because it's just, it's, it's showing so much, but again, it goes back to that support too. It's like, Hey, like we just spent a whole session on just me but then you and I will talk after that and it's like your perspective of me around that area is totally changed. And now suddenly you can support me in it. Yeah, because I understand what the, yeah. what's actually going on. Right. So you can support me in it, which then makes our relationship and our connection even deeper, even more bonded. Because yeah. we're helping each other 
on the individual level as partners. Yeah, it's interesting because I want to be the best team we can be. Yeah. And in order for us to be the best team that we can be, we need to take care of who we are individually. Yeah, yeah it's just go back to sports again. It's just like training. It's just like practice, right? It's a type of practice. You you be the best team together by practicing on an individual level, but also practicing on, you know, a team level. That's what that what that's what creates that tight knit bond and connection. Yeah. And it's done that. It's been doing that. It's been wonderful. And I think and I think I know and everyone's definition and purpose and goal of marriage is not this, but this is what ours is. Um is is really letting is really creating the space in our container of marriage for each other to individually thrive and thrive as a team. That's very important to both of us. And an emphasis on the individual because I think that has to come first. Yeah. That's that's something that the therapy, but also just our one-year marriage, but our 11 years of relationship, like, it's shown me so much yeah. of that. Yeah, because... So you have to you have to put your individual experience first um, because that's where everything stems from. Yeah. Like, it really does. That's the roots. It, and then, you know, the relationship is the tree that's growing on it. But you have to tend to that first because it will affect the relationship. You can't just avoid it. Yeah. What words would you use to describe the first year of our marriage? Oh, definitely an emphasis on the word growth. Growing, growth, something like that. I think awareness is another really good word or or perspective. Fun. <laughs> Simple word, but honestly it's been it's been a fun first year. We I mean, we got to have two weddings. Oh yeah, we got married you know, twice. We got <laughs> married first with a couple friends, then we did a whole big grand wedding. An Indian wedding. An Indian wedding, and it was actually really really fun to be able to experience all that. Um I think another word is just depth. I think we've gone deeper together in our relationship in the past year than I think we did the 10 before that. I would say that too. Yeah. Like there I think we finally met each other. Like especially from my side, you've been always been a bit more of the the deeper one. I think I've finally been able to sort of meet you. Yeah. In our relationship more than ever before. And we've it's sort of allowed our relationship to to deepen more I, th- I think the other word is just not surprise but like it's been unexpected i guess a little bit in a good way oh in a great way okay. in a great way like i think it sort of touches on that whole thing of the like like we had we had two weddings and we just there was so much sort of shifting and moving and changing around us even though it didn't necessarily seem like it I feel like, but on an energetic level, there was a lot of growth happening and it just was like, it, I get to the end of the the year, first year of a relationship. And I was just like, that was, it was wild. <laughs> you know, it was unexpected in such a beautiful way. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, I really didn't think it was going to, that we were going to like be able to bond and deepen and connect to that level so quickly. Yes. 
and but I feel like we did. I mean, I think I think the thing that I feel like really changed you from my from where I sit, I think getting married and getting and giving a container yeah. to our relationship, I think it really impacted you. It did. Like for some reason you started to take everything so much more seriously and you saw you you just saw that this was something that was like for lack of a better word, not to be like just taken lightly anymore. Right. And I feel like prior to us getting married, I think a lot of the things that you and I were in challenge with or, you know, were struggling with in our relationship were kind of just there and we never when they never got resolved and never really got we never got to grow out of it. Right. But I feel like once we got married, I think there was like this container it's like okay this is where i am this is what i'm doing and like let's let's really do this i felt that shift from you yeah i think i think it also plays into one of those qualities that we share is then when you and i make like a hard decision like a concrete decision there's very little that's gonna you know waver from there we are all or nothing people (laughs) we've done it many times we are all or nothing people i think getting engaged and getting married was one of those like this is an all or nothing kind of scenario we're choosing the all so we have to to go in all all, all all the way yeah 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 i i think that's something we were having this conversation on the couch last night we're like we all or nothing people we're like oh my gosh we're totally all or nothing people like nothing in the world can change our mind when we we've decided this is for us and nothing in the world can per, like persuade us influence us when we decide this is not for us absolutely I, and, that, and this is something i absolutely love about us is how strong and and like committed and and like what's the word strong committed and Jones. like determined but even like solid we are in our values yeah and our morals and like what's important to us and how and being true to ourselves. Yeah. Like I really like that quality about us. Me too. Me too. I think this past year has exposed so much about how many people will just waver in what their values are and what their morals are and just kind of do what everyone else is doing because that's what's right. Yeah, we're not those people. We're not those people. Well, you'll never see us doing anything mainstream. No. No. And not because we're like, we don't want to be mainstream. It's because it's like a lot of mainstream stuff doesn't fit into our values and our morals and how we want to live our lives. Yeah, we don't just follow the crowd. We we make our own concrete decisions, decisions. and we stick to them. We stick to but them. But they're, they're ours. They're individual. They're individual know? decisions that are come from very intuitive and our own understanding of things. Yeah. And I love that about us. And I feel like I feel like that quality really got heightened this year within us both. Definitely. You know, I don't know. It's like, I, don't, I I find camaraderie with you in that. And I'm like, I'm not the only crazy one who just want to <laughs> think, who thinks for herself and has this like really heightened level of discernment between true and false. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So what would be some words you would describe for our first year of marriage? Uh, I would say, uh, what words would I use? I would say grounding. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah, I feel like we really like if we think about like we planted a tree. I feel like we really like are taking a lot of intentional energy and time and determination, commitment to make sure that the roots of this tree go down very deep. Yeah. 
yeah, like really grounding. I feel proud of us, actually. Mm. Um, I feel like you and I have a, come into such a maturity with each other. I feel it more kind of at ease between us. Like a calmness. Like a calmness. Like, I don't know, like... A little bit more flow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely feel like... Like I said, like, we're kind of on a common ground with a lot of our values and our morals. But I also say as a relationship, we've come into our spirituality a lot more as a, as a, as a couple. Yeah. And, like, our spiritual journey, our spiritual that growth. Depth. That depth. Yeah, and I think I think it's... I mean, I always knew this about you, but I all I know that you're somebody who is very, let's just say, very tapped in or very awake to higher, to higher dimensions, to higher aspects of yourself, and like the multi-dimensional nature of us as humans. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I'm excited to watch you kind of move in that direction. Yeah, I'm learning how to value that a little bit more. Yeah. Because it's not something I've experienced a lot of my life, but learning how to embrace it. Yeah. And I think I think one of the things that I'm really, really excited also is like your leadership qualities have really come out. And I'm really excited to help. Like, I'm really excited to help you grow into that, but also mm-hmm. like see you really step into that. Right. And do things with it. Of course. And that's that's cool too because it comes back to the support again. It's like, you know, the the things you highlight are a lot of the things that I'm learning to embrace for myself, and then knowing that you have that I have the support from you as well in it. It's it makes such a difference in a relationship. Mm-hmm. That's where that depth plays in. I think the most. What's your favorite thing that we did in our first year of marriage? It could be anything, any moment that comes to your mind. Right now. It could be anything. Favorite thing we did. Yeah, like a memory that just kind of just, you know, comes up. Uh, Maybe this is a cop-out, but the very first one that comes up is our Indian wedding. Really? Yeah, because I I think largely because it was a very... It was surprisingly great. We went in... You know, the reason for doing a lot of the Indian wedding was a little bit of like, let's do this for the families. Let's go full traditional for your family and just, you know, we'll just go with it and we'll we'll play the play the parts we're supposed to play. And I think we walked I, I walked out of it. Even, I mean, we did. We talked about it. We walked out of it just in just we had such a great time. It was we learned a lot, I think. Just at least I did through the whole ceremony and, you know, our families got to bond and be together and we had our friends there and it was just like the whole experience was so much better than we thought. And I think I just have so much gratitude that we ended up doing it Yeah, because it wasn't in the original plan. You know, we got married, you know, and that was going to be it. And then agreeing to do the full Indian one. I mean, I couldn't imagine not doing it at this point. Mm -hmm. So I think, honestly, that's definitely, for me, the moment, the memory, the experience that stands out the most in our first year. Yeah. Can I share one? Yeah. 
could happen on that day. Okay, let me paint a picture. We were getting ready. It was the day of our Indian wedding ceremony. <laughs> okay. And I was like, oh, it'd be nice if we, like, you know, put a mask on our faces and just kind of pampered our skin. So I sent a mask up to your room. And you put this <laughs> mask on. And I'm sitting there doing my makeup. And I get this. No. Adina, I think it was Adina gets the, no, I think it was Adina or Aliche, one of yeah. them gets this text message with your face all red and they goes, "Uh oh, something's wrong with Ben's face." And I was like, "What? What's wrong with this face?" I look at this photo and his face is red. Cherry red. From this from this fake what was paper mask? It was yeah, it was like a, a sheet mask. mask that you would put on. It was like bright cherry red. And I literally had a panic attack cuz like this is they were getting married, and we're I mean, sitting what, outside. Hours before our wedding. Yeah. And so everyone goes and rushes to your room, and I'm sitting there in my room by myself, and I'm, like, freaking out. And I eventually can't take it anymore, so I come up there, and I, like, come to your room, and I'm just like, oh, in my a panic. <laughs> and then I, my immediate thought is, it's not going to turn back. This is the way his face is going to be forever. <laughs> it ended up being all right. It, it was fine, but it, it was, was just like a reaction to something in the mass that created like this sort of inflammation response. But after about an hour, it went away. But I remember just even me, like I freaked out inside when I took it off and my face was bright red. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, I remember that. That was one of those like moments I can laugh back at now. But then I was like literally panicked. Yep. We did a fair amount. I mean, I think we did, I remember a lot of the hikes we did. We hiked a lot in this past year. Yeah, to get your leg back in shape. That was a big Oh, I know. It. I totally forgot about this. How did I forget? You broke your leg in the first year of our marriage. Sure did. And you were on crutches for six weeks. Yeah. I, I didn't walk for six like, weeks. Like, literally couch bound for six yeah. weeks. I mean, the funny thing, too, the Indian wedding, I was on crutches. Yeah, you got married on crutches yep. at our Indian wedding. So it was an experience. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about, like, a test. That's kind of what I mean when I said, like, it was... Our first year was a bit surprising and unexpected because it was just... I think there were so many things that played out that we never would have thought would have happened. Mm -hmm. But I'm also so grateful that they did. You know, yeah. it's... There was so much unpredicted things, but it was a beautiful year. What did you learn about me this year? What did I learn about you? I think one of the things that I, I would say really came out in you is your softness this past year. Um, I think I had, I've seen it for a lot of our relationship but this year I really got to experience and learn that much more softer, more nurturing side of you. I think that came out naturally, but also with the whole leg situation. We had such a change in roles for those few weeks. And I got to really experience a side of you that that was much more just nurturing. And I think that also it showed you that side of yourself a bit more and watching it play out with me. But I think it was even more beautiful to watch how it played out with yourself 
because I think in the past year you learned you learned so much about how to be soft with yourself. Yeah. You know, and that to witness was was really incredible. What did you learn about me? What did I learn about you this year? I would say the thing that I saw you do so well in the first year of our marriage is your ability to take responsibility for your mistakes, mm-hmm. your mess-ups, your just yourself in general, like, and just really be honest in where you're at. Um, I think I really, really valued your honesty a lot this year Mm -hmm. where you didn't play it up or you didn't try to (laughs) like pretend like it wasn't there, find excuses. Like you really just were like, I messed up or I didn't do this right. Or I need help with this. I think I really, really valued your ability to just own it this year and, and see that it was its strength. To own yeah. your mistakes, to own your flaws. I I think the word that, that comes up, like the thing that I learned a lot is just how to be more courageous. You know, not be so afraid to to share those things. You know, share, hey, I messed up. And I'm going to own that so that we can work through it together. Proud of myself for that. Mm-hmm. Okay, last question. What would you say is kind of the biggest sort of lesson or takeaway that you've had in this past year? Our first year of marriage, what what did it really teach you? What did you what did you really learn from it all? To really unconditionally love somebody else, you really have to start loving mm. yourself unconditionally. Yeah. Really, really, really really learned that this year like you, it really starts with unconditionally meeting and loving accepting validating being there for yourself that is the only way you're going to be able to do it for another person yeah yeah i thought about sharing that one as about what i learned about you because that was huge this year for you i think you learned how to give yourself that that true dosing of unconditional love I'm still working on it. You are, but I got to experience that from you. Like that genuine, unconditional love, which is great. How would you answer that question? I think for me, what I really sort of take away from our first year of marriage is the, the importance, but also just that it's okay to like, truly want to to grow to to face your challenges to face your mistakes and that doesn't mean anything's wrong with you Mm-mm. you know i think going through couples therapy going through a generally challenging environment of the world right now going through all these things but finding ourselves in it and still wanting to say, you know, hey, I'm struggling with something. Hey, I'm being challenged by something. Hey, I don't know how to handle this yeah. thing. And admitting that, owning it, but then working through it together. Like that, that's been really eye-opening for me. Because I was so good at bottling that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, putting it away for a year until it had to come up at some point. And now it's like, I don't know. I think, I, I think there's, we've created such a safe, supportive, encouraging space together in our partnership that I don't carry a lot of that fear at all anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. Exciting to hear. Like, of course, it's still hard at times. Of course, it's challenging, but I'm not afraid of it anymore. Yeah, but you also know that I'm never going to judge you for it. No, and that's that's the huge thing. You're not going to judge me. You're going to actually, you know, it's not only that you're not going to judge me, but you're actually going to support me. And having that that trusting connection in our relationship, I think it's always kind of been there, but I feel like we've finally been able to show up for it together. It's been incredible. Cool. Cool. <laughs> okay, I w- I have a final final question. What do you look forward to in year 2? Oh goodness. And what would you like for year 2 to be about? What some what are some guiding words? <laughs> what feelings what I would think you want it to be about? Year 2 is about two primary subjects in my opinion. One is moving. (laughs) That was two. Number one for me is a continuation of what we've been doing in year one. I think continuing to grow, continuing to connect and, and deepen our relationship and our team is still the most important thing because that plays into everything. everything. Number two is some big changes in our more practical life. Yes, we want to move. We want to build our finances. We want to start having children. Like a lot more of that adulting, uh, practical side of progress is is number two. For so you me. see it more as like an action oriented. Yeah, there's like the deepening, more spiritual, energetic side of it that we've been doing. I want to continue that and really grow and build that into our more external reality and where we want to actually make some moves in our actual reality. Yeah. I like the sound of that. Same. I would say the same exact thing. You're in? Yeah. Okay. We're in. We're in.